0: Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. A little earth, wind, and fire for you, Joe. That's
1: how we get started. Good for your soul. Earth, wind, and fire. We got a little soul food for you today. See, Joel is on top of it. My man, Joel.
2: Jolie knows you well, doesn't he? He
1: does. Hey, at some point in this show, we've got to have a little segment where we get Joel's picks for the weekend,
2: as he's an expert handicapper. Did you know that? I knew he was he was active, let's say. Listen. In that round.
1: Every Sunday I get his picks. Every Sunday night I'm pretty happy that I got his picks.
2: He's good at it? Uh,
1: yeah, especially I tell you he's really good at NBA. I mean, you know, a lot of guys can't bet the NBA. Joel can. So we can get, maybe later in the show, we can get a few uh, nuggets from him for the weekend. What do you think?
2: I like it. Let's do it. I like it a lot. Why don't we do that right around in uh, the City, which mm-hmm. is very exciting. You aware of that segment, how it's taken yes. off internationally? Yes. Intergalactically. They're even listening to it on Uranus. <laughs> did you hear about everywhere. that? Uh, I like his nickname for you, Craig T. T-Bird, we could call you. I thought that was Tom. Yeah, I know. But he's not on the air, so nobody knows who he is.
0: You That's like T
2: Bird for him, Paul? T Bird, yeah. <laughs> Shorten Craig T Nelson to T, yeah. and then extend it to T Bird. Does that work for him? Craig T, yeah, I guess T Bird would work. T Bird, yeah. Are you okay with that, yeah, Jolie? Okay yeah, let's that. roll with it. Let's roll with T-bird. that for a while. How, how are you today? How is everybody? You feeling better, Paul?
1: Um, uh, okay. I'm trying to. I'm trying to uh, effort the. Uh, guy who deals with uh our um like passwords and things because yesterday my password expired oh my god right. yeah yesterday I... my password expired and i changed it on the fly to you know while i'm on the show right and now i can't remember what my password is. yeah
2: uh, you might want to get a hold of him yeah, I'm getting, I'm honey a... chuck is yeah, his name I, I got he was outside smoking a few minutes ago <laughs> you'll get him i'm afraid of some things t-bird and paul um for one, we have the Larry Richard uh, Feed the Need performance concert tonight. The Oaks Theater. Still walk-up tickets available in Oakmont for tonight at 7.30, and I'm performing a song, and I'm afraid that everyone's going to laugh at me. This is like uh, when Ron was in with me. Paul. Okay. He. I'm listening. <laughs> Paul looks up Honey Chuck's number. I'm, I'm, I got it. Ron had you. a horribly traumatic experience as a youth. He had to give a report in front of his class as, like, an 8-year-old. Okay. And his legs started shaking. And and to make matters worse, somebody in the class said, look at Cook's legs shaking. And it affected him the rest of his life. To this day, uh, it scarred Ron. So I'm afraid tonight when I sing this song at the Yeah, but you've been on the stage Theater, performing before. Sort of. Not in a while. Never been it, to the Oaks. No, is it cool? I hear it's cool, it's, it's, it's cool getting renovated theater, yes. or has been renovated. It's a cool
1: little theater. I saw um, I saw uh, the last time I was there. I saw uh, Let's Groove tonight, which is a mm. Earth Wind and Fire tribute band. Oh wow! Yeah, what's pretty cool about Let's Groove tonight is they actually have a guy Curtis Johnson, who's a sax player, who is actually in Earth Wind and Fire. How many tribute bands? That's pretty cool. I'll that is see, great. Right, so they got so I saw them. And then I saw another group. It was a Frankie Valli tribute band. They were unbelievable.
2: Sully likes Frankie Valli. Do you I like? Think. It was Frankie, is it, what, what was the movie, The Jersey Boys, where they sing? Mm-hmm. Is that a Frankie Valli type thing? I don't want to tell people that Sully likes uh, Frankie Valli when, when maybe I he doesn't. I um, But they're all going to laugh at me, Paul. That could happen. Either that, it's either the way my brain works, it's going to be, Either everyone's going to laugh at me and I have to leave and they might even throw stuff or they're all going to be holding up their phone uh, phone flashlights as lighters and they're going to be screaming like it's Giant Stadium when I saw Tom Petty and Bob Dylan there in 1986 and some guy tripping on acid kept walking up to me trying to hand me a red sneaker throughout the whole concert. So I picture the crowd going crazy and wanting me to sing more. Nothing's normal. I don't have a brain that works normally. Yeah. I have a, I have an addictive brain, and, it, and, and that manifests itself in many different ways. Delusions of grandeur and delusions of ruination, both of those things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, There's no in between. There's no just living life and having things be normal. When you sing or you perform on stage,
1: is there a point when you get up there that you just kind of calm down and settle in?
2: Yeah, but it's not. They're only giving me one song. It's usually three or four you know, if you're playing a, at a coffee shop or something. Why are they only like giving you one song? I don't know. Larry said maybe two if uh, if they like me. But they're not going to like me. They're going to laugh at me. Yeah. Anything else new? Or can we get to the six-pack? I wanted to treat you to a Friday morning six-pack.
1: Is it free or free light?
2: What's your favorite kind of beer?
1: Um, I really like, I mean, I tell you, I really like Blue Moon. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm a diabetic, so I'm really I have to stay away from it for the most part. I so like I drink Coors Light. I well, mean,
2: just for this morning, let's indulge you in a Blue Moon. A blue a six moon, pack yes, of blue yeah. moon.
1: I like Blue Moon a lot, but I have to drink Coors Light or Michelob Ultra because of my Yeah. And and, 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 and diabetes.
2: I understand, but that doesn't count here. On the Friday show we can indulge him. Jolie or T Bird? Oh, there we go. Penguins is where we lead off today. Paul, I thought that was actually a pretty good performance, generally speaking. But you got to finish. Somebody has to finish. Like, I thought they were engaged. I thought they completely outplayed the Kraken in the first period. But at some point, and I'm looking at you, Evgeny Malkin, somebody's got to finish. I mean...
1: They were 0-3 on a power play.
2: Yeah. The, the moral of the whole damn story is, and I hate to say this because I love Evgeny Malkin and I feel like I've stood up for him many times over the years when other people want to rip him, but he's the biggest problem on the team right now. That's the way I feel like he's getting paid to be a star and and they need him to be a star. Not, not a superstar like he was early in his career, but he's got to. Yes. He's got to score a goal he's, is what he's got to do. He's, he, what is it, 12 games? His personal record is 15. I'll tell
1: you when I knew they were going to lose. Yes? It was still 0-0, 25, 30 minutes into the game, and it felt like the Penguins should be up 4 nothing, Like, they dominated the yes. first 25 minutes of that right. game. And it felt like this is going to be a game... Where Seattle's gonna get a, a you know kind of a not fluky but kind of a goal you know what I mean after the Penguins dominate 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 and Seattle's gonna get a goal and they're gonna they're gonna win like three to one and the final score is two nothing
2: right and it, that and, was and, ju- that was just a and, you, and
1: and stuff. and what's frustrating is I think the most frustrating thing about this team and you're talking about you know Malkin needs to get a goal obviously Crosby's done what he's supposed to do but if I would have told you at the beginning of the season that their goaltenders would be in the top 5 in save percentage i think the top 3 in shutouts
2: ajari right? leads the and, league and,
1: and 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 top 2 or 3 in goals
2: against and that their top 4 players allegedly or for the the yeah. core 4 Latang, yeah. Crosby, Malkin, Carlson would play every game. Yes.
1: If I told you that at the beginning of the season, you'd say, "Oh, they're probably the fourth or fifth seed at least,
2: right?" If not, vying for the top. Do seed. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like,
1: right? And, and 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 that's what's the most frustrating thing about it. It's not. It's not that. Um, it, it just speaks to the fact that I just don't think they're good enough. I know because all the every listen pretty much outside of Rust having a couple of injuries. And now, obviously, uh having having a little. But, I mean, those are, you know, standard. Every team's got a few guys get banged up. Yes. Outside of those two things, pretty much everything has gone this team's way in terms of their old guys have all stayed healthy. Their goalie has been really, really good. Both of their goalies have been really, really good. They've had very, very few games where, you know, their goalies blew up. Uh, you, know, I guess you could say the Flyers game, but they won that game, so yes. it doesn't matter. Right. My point is... Everything you'd want for this team, you it's pretty much happened and yet
2: they can't score. They're like, and yet they yes, can't score. And
1: they're 7-8 points out of, you know, the playoff still or whatever it is.
2: I wonder if we look back on this as being the year that Gino went into steep decline. And I thought he actually had a lot of hop last night, but no finish. Next, Mr. T. Mr. T? Does that work for you, Paul? Mr. T. <laughs> Jolie, T-Bird or Mr. T? Which would you prefer? T-Bird. T-Bird. Okay. We'll go with that one. Coming up next year, Paul, or right now, as the case would be, Jeremy Roenick on his Snipes and Stripes podcast says this about Sully. You, you would think that Jeremy Roenick knows some people. Yes. Here we go.
0: Some of the players are starting to turn on Mike Sullivan, are starting to lose faith and lose interest in Mike Sullivan. Um maybe that's maybe that is a big decision that Pittsburgh has to make. He's been there for a long time. He's a great coach. He is a guy that has gotten it done. But when you lose when you lose the ear of the players as a coach, we've seen what happens. When you need, when you need a new voice, you need a new a new system, you need a new trajectory as behind the bench. That might be what's, what, what might be the next the next call for the Pittsburgh Penguins
2: How about them apples? And I need to put that in context. Before that first quote there, he said, I heard a rumor over the weekend. So he's not stating that as fact. And when you put, I heard a rumor over the weekend, you know, that softens it a little bit. Nonetheless, it's Jeremy Roenick talking there. What do you make of that?
1: Well, I mean, isn't that what happens in hockey? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean I, I think more th- more than other sports right. because it's that it's the head coach's vo- like in football you're in with your position coach right. every day with him with Sully although I hear that he's been delegating more to his assistants in practice it's that same Sully voice every single day for yeah, yeah. years you know yeah.
1: I mean I think the biggest thing about it is he, he you start to lose faith if it's not working you know Unfortunately, that's a part of it. And here's the other part of it: the guys that are probably at the top of the roster, the stars, are probably the ones that still have faith in him. Because how many guys still are left from the cup teams?
2: Yeah, those guys have seen it. Have seen I've his seen his methods work.
1: But uh, but but now the team is overwhelmingly guys who didn't win the cup.
2: And what you said before, like I actually did make. I didn't think they were excuses. I thought there were legitimate reasons. To let Sully off the hook with some of these recent playoff losses. One, he had a guy eating pork and broccoli before he, he was going with Louis Doming. Yeah, come on. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> And then the, the 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 one year was it the same year Jari was injured the year before Jari fell apart. I thought those were good teams and Sully did good jobs, but these past two years it's just what you said. Last year Gino and 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 Sid played every single game. This year, just what you said. They've gotten great goaltending and and his main guys with the exception of Gensel and Rust here and there lately, have played every game. The core four has played every game, so the excuses or explanations have run out. Yeah. And now what? And now what?
1: And the thing about it is the now what part of that is, if you think about it, that's when you start to talk about maybe it's time for a
2: change in the voice. Feels like the team is in a very similar state to when Sully got here. Right. You know, you have you, stars struggling, some of them. You have a malaise sort of over the team, although I think they played really hard these past couple games. But for the most part, it feels like they need a jump start, the yes. kind that Sully gave them when he came here. The,
1: sci- the kind that Dan Balsma gave them when he came.
2: Yes. I mean, so,
1: you know, again, the, the, the weird thing about hockey, it's the one sport – where midseason coaching changes seem to work. And yes. I'm not I'm not saying you I'm not saying you make the change just for that reason, but I am a guy who generally is opposed to midseason changes in coaching, yeah. except in hockey. Cuz I mean, in hockey it's proven for whatever reason a new voice comes in the room, you know, probably doesn't change all that much about how they play, but it's a new voice, you know, and for whatever reason it seems to jump start These teams. Yeah. We've seen it it, how many times? It's
2: it's happened, and it's happened here. And I'm not saying necessarily I would do this, fire Sully. I'm not saying I would do it. What I object to is the idea that uh, Kyle Dubas put forth, for one, and I think fans, a lot of fans anyway, would agree is, it's not even a topic. Remember he right, called right. it low-hanging fruit the right. other day? Yeah, yeah, Like, that's not even a discussion. Yeah, it is a discussion. And you
1: know what? If they don't make the playoffs, it has to be a discussion.
2: Has to be. Jolie, next. It's Off the Top, brought to you by J.P. Roofing and Siding. I had breakfast with my friend Joe Patochnik from J.P. Roofing and Siding today. How did that go? What a wonderful man he is. It was me, him, his mustache, and Marty Tuffer, John Calipari's old... Uh, Roommate from Clarion. Did you know that?
1: I did not know that.
2: Marty Tuffer back there was roommates with Calipari. How about that? Are they friends still? Not really. No, actually they are. Marty Tuffer got Calipari on for us during Ron's sendaway week. Calipari called in and told a couple of great Marty Tuffer stories. But that's beside the point. I was remiss here. The biggest story of the day is Hank Davis and Paul Skeens. Paul Zeiss. There's no question about that, well, man. One guy hits a 3-run homer, <laughs> the other's throwing 102, and everybody's wondering what's going to happen.
1: It, it, it's the best-case scenario for the Pirates and the worst-case scenario for the Pirates. Exactly. The best-case scenario because obviously those are your two, you know, two guys that are number figure, 1
2: overall picks. right.
1: That you want to be figuring prominently into whatever, you know, the, the future is for the team. But also the worst case scenario, because now, you know what, nobody cares about anything else except for when are those two guys going to be on the major league roster?
2: The one and guy's hitting three sixty. Yeah. The other guy, you saw him for well, you saw him for eight seconds ten and ten pitch. pitches, but still.
1: But I'm just telling you, if it, I told you that, didn't we talk about this yesterday? If Skeens goes out and has a really good spring training, and Davis goes out and has a, a big spring, can you imagine when they announce right before the season? Okay, here's our major league roster. If those two guys are, like, you know, sent to Indianapolis or whatever.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Call this number for tickets to Indy's opener. And
1: and, and here's the thing. Can I just tell you this, too? So, I saw Andrew Filippone tweet it out today. If they just hold schemes in the minors for 15 more days, they get an extra year of control. Who wouldn't do that?
2: I don't don't give a crud about 2029 right now. It's
1: not even 2029. It's it's 2031 or 2032 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. This is what I always say. How many of these guys that the Pirates protect every single inch of their years of of control and their Super 2 and their arbitration and all the other garbage, how many of them actually get to that point?
2: Well, we could have a discussion about that, but Garrett Cole certainly fits into that. But know, they traded him before that. That's what I'm saying. You're right.
1: I'm saying Cole uh,
2: is an example of it didn't do him any good. Every
1: single one of these guys, and he, he didn't come did up till
2: June of that year. Right. And if he came up before June of that year, maybe they have home field against the Cardinals right. and win the division. Right. Every game counts. Right. But there, 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 there's two questions here. First, with Davis, and credit to Jason Mackey for finally asking somebody to clarify: Is Grandall your starter? Or is he just one guy and then the other guy? So Jason Mackey asked Shelty very simply, is Grandal the starting catcher? Shelty said, that's a good question. <laughs> Yaz is going to catch. He's also 35. So whoever our C2 is, is going to get some time. We have to be very mindful when he catches and how much he catches mindful of making sure we get the second guy in there in a situation that we like all the time. So he doesn't expect Grandal to catch a hundred games, Paul. He says he's 35 years old. He's not going to do that anymore, but he's going to get a good share of the catching. So it sounds to me like 90, 95 for Grandal if he stays healthy and the other guy then gets 70 or so. Is that other guy going to be Hank Davis? Does that make sense? for the guy to be Hank Davis catching 70. It seems to make sense to me, but I I wonder if they think he's only going to catch 70, let's send him to Indy and and put him in control of a staff and have him be the guy there. That makes no sense. (laughs) What do you think?
1: No, I mean, I think the the bottom line is I would hope that by the end of the year he's the starting catcher. Would you agree with me? Okay, you start off with Grandall as your, your... I don't
0: care
2: because Endy's going to be the guy next year anyway.
1: Okay, so, but my point, you have to find out if he's a catcher this year for you. And do you? I, I think you do. It's, because I, I think you thing. need to
2: find out if he can be a hitter you, for you, you this year. You want him to
1: be a hitter, absolutely. But, you, you know, bouncing him around in different fielding positions is not, you know, it's not a good sustainable way. But if what if he's hitting? You've got to get him in the lineup every day. You can use him at DH. Yeah. But then, you know, there's... There's other guys. It's, it's really the weirdest situation I can read. Can, can you remember a situation no. like this? No. With the Pirates, or any team, really, where your first-round pick, you kind of know what you have, but you don't know what you have. And we're, what, four or five years since he's you know really been in the organization. Right. I mean, I don't ever recall a situation like this where everybody seems to be like, okay, We know there's something we can do. We just don't know what it is.
2: Well, the morning guys, they made a good point in that uh, people are talking about catching like it's a foreign uh, concept to him. He's been a catcher his whole life, to which I would say yes. So why did the Pirates play him in right field? (laughs) <laughs> why didn't they catch him last year then? Well, again, they're the ones who brought up well, who who created this whole notion that maybe it. he can't catch, maybe he's a right fielder, or as Parado told us yesterday, why not train the kid at first base where you're weak in your system?
1: Right. Why? I thought I thought that to me, I said that last year. Looking at what they have at first base. All the way through the system, really. I mean, I mean, listen, I I love Connor Joe I do. I think he's a valuable player for them. But he's part of your platoon at first
2: base. Right. You, you, after all this time of rebuilding, you know, he, you he, need a first baseman. Right.
1: My point is, if you put him at first, teach him how to play first. Yes. And he hits. You know what it reminds me of? Did you ever watch Moneyball, the movie? Yeah. Right? Remember? They have that dude, uh, Hattieberg. Scott yeah. Hattieberg, right, I think right. is his name, right. He's a, is he a catcher that they say, but he like blew out his arm, but he gets on base a lot. He hits. So he's a first baseman.
2: Man, that's what, that's what worries me about Andy is he came up here and he struggled, but, right. he, but he gunned guys down at right. second. Right. He, he, right. like he was among the league leaders. I'm worried about his blown out arm, but, but my point it is, was his throwing arm, wasn't it I, for Andy? I think so. Somebody wants to call Jolie, Joel N. Bede. Do you like that? Uh, it's, he would, he, it's a little cumbersome, but would, I like it. He would like that, aren't you? Aren't I you? do like that. He's a Sixers guy. Yeah. Basketball. And yeah. bead. He's a
1: Sixers. You're a Sixers yeah. guy, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. A little bit. You're I on like a it. Pennsylvania team. Yeah. I like that a lot. Now, so, when we get to Skeens, then, you said it yesterday, and it was a rich topic of conversation with the PM guys who talked to Paul Skeens. We're going to bring that conversation back later. He has a limited number of innings, Paul. Why not make most of those innings here? He sure looks like he fits in, especially when he goes up to 103 or whatever he went well, up to I, yesterday. Well, I
1: agree, but again, you just, you know, 15 days down there, they're getting another year of control. I'm sure there's the Super 2 thing and all this. I don't give a crap. I understand that, but my listen, you're preaching to the choir on this, but I'm just telling you, and I don't think they're going to give him a ton of innings down there. Like, I don't think he's going to go five, six, seven innings into games down there unless – they really believe they're going to stretch him out to be a starting pitcher this year, which if they do, he's going to be on an innings count.
2: Well, the stretch is going a little slow. <laughs> he basically came in for a pitch. <laughs> I well, get I, Listen, when, when are we going to get up like Joe, what's the plan here? We go from 10 to 15, 15 Joe, to 20, bad, 20 to 23, I got 23 some to bad 28. News for you, Joe. Yeah. You're old. And because, no, 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 no. Well, ahead. I am old. That's true. Because but, but, you're but I'm old. All, listen, I'm all for even a – how about this? Bring up Paul Skeens. Parado talked yesterday about the bullpen game. The fifth spot in the yeah. rotation is the bullpen game. Excellent. I have Skeens go the first two. I, I even talked
1: about, better yet, bring Skeens up like they did with David
2: Price. Look at this fight behind you. Sorry. Ryan Reeves.
1: Yeah. Let's not have him on our team. Anyway, <laughs> he beat the he hell said, out of that guy. You know, let's not have that guy on our team because, you know, we don't need that guy. A- again, um, Paul Skeens, I even said, do what they did with David Price first year. And David Price turned out to be a pretty – would you agree he's turned out to be a really good starter?
2: Yeah, just okay. reverse it and have him start games and pitch two innings instead of coming yeah, off, could, in, in late. Do let's do that. We could do that too. But my point is,
1: could you imagine <laughs> – I'm could you imagine at PNC Park, okay – it's Saturday, you know, fireworks and hot dog night. So there's 36,000 people there. Skeens yeah. is on the mound. Guns, you know, 103 on the, on the gun 15 times in two innings.
2: Strikes out 6. Strikes out 6. In out
1: a six row. Uh, strikes out, you know, 5 out of 6 and 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 the other guy he basically saws off his bat, right? For a weak ground out.
2: And Sheltie pulls him. And Sheltie
1: pulls him out the game. I mean. Could you imagine? They're looking at the, seat, the bullpen. Whoever. It does They bring matter. in Bailey yeah, Falter. Yeah, they bring in Bailey. Whoever comes running in would be booed out of the city, even if it was a guy who was their best reliever.
2: Right. I mean, it's almost a no win for the Pirates, except here's how you actually win is use him. Use him. Anyway, one more, Jolie. And there's a, there's a lot going on here, Paul. <laughs> I don't know where to go with this thing. We're going to have to get to Omar Khan later. we got Tyler Kennedy coming up. All hell's broken loose. I want well, to get to two doing... more quick ones in the six-pack. Man, does that sound good. Yes. LeBron James heading in on 40,000 points. He needs nine. Is he the greatest basketball player who ever lived, in your opinion?
1: No, but he, he has had
2: the greatest career.
1: Those are two different. Those are two different discussions. They are the greatest player is Michael Jordan. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, listen, you have one game to win. Who are you taking? You're taking Jordan, okay?
2: No, I'm not. But go ahead. Who are you taking? Kareem, and I think Kareem had the greatest career.
1: Better than LeBron James's career? Yeah. Do you remember Kareem at LeBron James's age? He was still winning championships.
2: He, I just saw Isaiah. And James Worthy talking, going back and reliving. And they were like, man, do we talk about Kareem enough? He was 38 and he was the best player in that series. He was not, but that's okay. (laughs) He was unbelievable. He He
1: was good in that series. He was, but he was not the best player in that series. But look at LeBron James. I know he's. Tw- this is what year t- Joe is at year twenty one. That's crazy.
2: Is he's, it- t- he's Tom Brady in, uh, of of basketball. It's year twenty one. And, and, and the Maybe other, better.
1: The other night when they played, what what did he do against Golden State? What was that stat line against Golden State a few weeks ago? Remember that? It
2: was like it was a triple double, was wasn't it? Yeah, it was it's a triple double with
1: like forty eight points or something, wasn't it? It was like forty eight, eighteen, and like I mean, I honestly think at the end of the day, the one thing about you, you can make the argument with Kareem. Kareem, I think, had more MVPs than LeBron, and he also—I don't know—maybe
2: maybe with Kareem, I'm thinking it was the greatest basketball career from high school through pros of all time. Right. I don't think that's because he won four. Cha- cha- you're he, probably he right. He
1: won four championships yeah.
2: in, in at UCLA, right? He, well, yeah, yeah, because three we'll, or four. No, Could they four. play as freshmen? I don't remember. I think he won four, I don't, I and then at Power Memorial, he was a yeah. legend.
1: Yeah, um, he won six MVPs. I want to say he won at least six titles, if not seven. I think
2: six. Who? Kareem. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. He won so six. So he has
1: six MVPs and six titles. Joel, do you have it up there real quick? I don't
2: know if he won six MVPs. He He won but six. But he also he won, won Defensive Player of the Year. He, won, he won, won six MVPs, I'm pretty sure.
1: Joel, pull up LeBron James. How many MVPs does he won? And also, they've won. he's won, what, four titles? Three titles? He won two. Four, at, I think. Two yeah. at the
2: Heat. Did he win one with the? One with Cleveland. And one with the Lakers, right? Did they win three with the Heat? Yeah, he's won three or four. He's won four titles. What do we have, Jolie? Yeah, four titles, four finals MVPs, four regular season MVPs. That's pretty good.
1: Okay, look up, look up,
2: Kareem. Kareem. Uh, In the meantime, we have another one, Paul, while we're at it here. Another all-time scorer and all-time player, at least, uh, you know, I would say top five, top ten, but as far as scoring – A legend, and that is Caitlin Clark. But the story here is she's going for Pistol Pete's record. I know you don't feel like that's legit. I'm I'm sort of in between. That's not the story. The story is this is the highest priced women's game of all time. Number six Iowa against number two Ohio State. Five hundred and forty six dollars is the average price. Five forty six. You and I talked about this the other day. We have daughters, play sports, coach girls' sports. Women's sports is in a different place, man. We had the 100000 or so for a women's volleyball game. People go crazy to watch that at the end of the year, their tournament. Softball, that tournament gets huge viewership at the end of the year. And this, huh? this is a spectacle. Is 546 it, bucks to get in the door. Is it at Iowa or is it at Ohio State? I think it's at Iowa. Last home game. Yep, it's at Iowa.
1: uh, $546. Yeah, I mean, listen, she's bringing people in. Uh, People want to see her. People want to get a piece of her. Women's
2: sports, though, in a different stratosphere than ever before, right? uh,
1: I mean, here's the thing I would tell you. It's interesting. I mean, if you're the WNBA team. Indiana. If you're Indiana, I'd have to think of who else is in the field, right? But you have to take her.
2: You're taking her. Because she's going to sell tickets. Even if you don't think
1: she's the best. Still
2: in the Midwest there? Right. Even for if, sure. Even
1: well, if you don't think she's the best player on the board, you have to take
2: her. Were you surprised that she declared pro? No. With, with NIL right no. now, she could probably make more money in college.
1: No, she'll make a lot more money. Um, she th- will? Yeah. The WNBA has, a, for the, their stars, she'll make a ton of money. Now, her salary won't be high, but she's going to make a ton of money in endorsements. They have they have a really good endorsement
2: package. Yeah, and I guess she can still do the things like this Montana Fouts, was it? The softball pitcher from Alabama. If I was one of these people, I would be—she went around and did yeah. clinics. If yeah. I was Caitlin Clark, I would travel around the country, yeah. give me 300 people at 100 bucks a pop. I'll do a clinic. I'll sign whatever you want to sign, give the girls a speech. I'd do it in 30 states. Right. Right. How much is that, Jolie? Do you have a calculator in front of you? Ron well, can figure for, this out well, off the top of it, his head. What is it? Three
1: hundred people at hundred bucks. That's thirty thousand bucks.
2: Thirty thousand times th- thirty. Times thirty.
1: So that's like nine point nine, isn't it? Or nine? Yeah, nine point nine million. Is that what that is? Thirty
2: thousand? No, nine nine. That's nine hundred. 900 How how much is that, Jolie? Nine hundred Nine hundred thousand. Make you make a million bucks having a little barnstorming tour around the country but she can do that as a pro we've gone way she over time also,
1: she could also she's also going to be able to go to like israel or russia or one of those places and make millions in the off season
2: oh yeah you know that, and that i don't know that i would recommend russia yeah, at the no. moment she could ask uh what's just, her name just about don't, that? just
1: don't bring her uh, just don't bring you know hippie lettuce in there with you and you'll be all right
2: well I don't know. But she's going to make a ton yes, of she's gonna a make money no money. matter what. We have to go. We've gone way over time. Big, big surprise Let there. Let me ask you a question yes. real
1: quick. If you're the Indiana team, yeah. okay, to be honest, prospect-wise, better player probably in the WNBA, the kid from LSU, Angel Reese.
2: Is she eligible for the draft? Yeah, yeah.
1: So if you, had, if you wanted to take her, or would you take? We'll take the little lesser player who's going to sell a zillion tickets.
2: Now, I think Angel Reese will sell tickets too, but not, not as many. Not, and not. the other thing is Indiana just drafted the South Carolina inside girl yes. last year. Yes. So they're they're built for and, inside outside.
1: And 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 also and I hate to say it like this, but you're Indiana. You have a white superstar. It's probably going to play well in that state.
2: I would imagine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, Tyler Kennedy. Uh, do We we almost went a whole hour. We're going to get in trouble for this one. Yeah, we, uh, no, we won't. As you said,
1: nobody listens, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
2: <laughs> Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates Personal Injury Law Firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia Peters Township. Visit them at SouthHillsKia.net. And the hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing HVAC provider for over 50 years Uh, Mr. T, just tell Tyler Kennedy it's another one of those weeks. He's very flexible. It's one thing I admire about him. Tyler Kennedy, next.
0: Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand.